0: This is the Benefits Buzz podcast, your weekly pulse on what's happening in the world of employee benefits. Brought to you by your friends at WEX, who believe in simplifying benefits for everyone. Now listen up and let's get buzzed. Hey everyone, it's another episode of Benefits Buzz. I'm your host, Eric Gilla, and I'm joined by my co-host, Hayden Gauthier Hayden. Welcome to the show, my friend.
1: Hey, thanks, man. Appreciate it.
0: You are Coming doing a get... stellar. I would say you're doing a stellar job uh, filling in for Kelsey Burgad, who I know is enjoying her FMLA time right now. But you're kind of in the groove, man. I love it.
1: I I think I've matched her level of inquisitiveness and, <laughs> and question asking. Whether I've really reached that level in terms of snark or giving you a hard time, I don't know. It's pretty high bar. But
0: <laughs> she's gonna love to hear that. She's gonna love to hear that when she listens to these. It really Still is. Don't like... Kelsey. <laughs> Well, we've been having a lot of fun diving into season five and talking through a lot of great topics. And this one, again, we've got to start a lineup. I'm really pumped with, with what we've chosen this year. Um, and we, we got a lot of our, we asked a lot of our HR professionals, uh, at Wex, what do you want to hear about? And this one, uh, bubbled to the top and I'm super pumped to talk through it. Uh, we had a running joke here at Wex that, um, Open enrollment, uh it's so funny when I say the word open enrollment, either it's like a shiver runs through HR professional spines or they get really excited. One of the two, depending on how it goes. You adrenaline running,
1: right?
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, when I say that word, we kind of joke, it's kind of the most wonderful time of the year, you know, at, at Um I'm not sure everyone shares that sentiment, but I always get a good smile out of it. And the funny thing about open enrollment is, is it always feels like it's this one big, large event we're all working towards, and uh, which is probably true. But one of the things that we really talked about is, even though it is, right, it's this, you know, kind of this window at the end of the year, typically, um, how do we make sure that we don't lose the focus of open enrollment and that we keep the energy and that we keep really the education and the importance of open enrollment going all year long, right? Like we call it long-term open enrollment communications. How do we make sure we keep an importance? So it's always top of mind and it doesn't feel so seasonal. Right. And so I'm pumped to jump into this. How can we keep your attention? What things can we do to make sure open enrollment feels great all year long? And to do that, we have a fantastic guest. I'm ex- I'm really, really pumped to to introduce Steve Carroll. He's our senior vice president of client services implementation at FNF Express, which is a WEX company. Steve, welcome to the podcast.
2: Hey guys, thanks for having me.
0: Absolutely, we're pumped to have you, and we're pumped to talk about this 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 topic. Um, it's something I can't believe after five seasons we've never had an episode on, and by golly, we're ready to dive right into it. So let's let's jump into it. Let's talk about, you know, hey, you know, let's do a little pushback. Why should I be thinking about a long-term communication plan when it comes to open enrollment, Steve?
2: Now you bet. I mean, a lot of people think about open enrollment just as you know something that happens in the fourth quarter, but really, you know, clients who are successful at it, it really it's a full year campaign, right? So as soon as the finishes, it really starts again. It starts up in January. So it's really important to stay engaged with your employees, associates, participants throughout
1: the year, Um, not only sharing things about open enrollment, but also about your benefit design. And in terms of like, you know, stretching this out, because again, like this is like that pivotal moment on the year for HR professionals, you know, is is open enrollment, right? But, you know, when you talk about looking at it as a big picture thing, like a long-term thing instead of a short-term thing, like what are the biggest, benefits or differences that both employers and employees see and like really stretching out open enrollment beyond just like that window of like okay you know we have a plan that starts jan one you know open enrollments early november like what's the benefit of really stretching that timeline out for, for those two audiences
2: yeah no good question i think uh as, as i as i consult with clients and talk about their strategy for open enrollment what we would like to recommend is like engage them each month throughout the year right there's different things happening through each month. You know, everyone probably just received, you know, during tax season, you're getting your, your Affordable Care Act notices in the mail. Like, what are those things? Inform them what it is and what to do with it. So I'm not calling you, asking questions about it, and hurting, you know, impacting your staff. You know, as we get into March here, it's it's big FSA season. Like, why is it big FSA season? Well, you know, your your accounts for rollovers and things like that are starting to expire. Now we've got some extensions this year that are due to COVID but it just educating them on how to use your FSA, your HSA. Uh, what's this all about? You've got some really experienced users. You've got some novice users. So getting out that communication to them each month of the year about what's happening. Um, so as you get through that first quarter of the year, I like to say, okay, you're kind of through like the educational, you just enrolled, you've got your accounts, you got to do these things. But now it's like you get into the second quarter of spring, you know, things die off a little bit. Now's a good time to educate them on maybe some voluntary benefit plans that you have. Um, educate them on um, things that they have that they, they might not know about me, there's a, a insurance plan they have or, a, you know, um, you know, something through cashable or somebody who you can do a loan through. I'm um, so educating them on benefits that aren't the medical dental and the vision plans, or your spending account plans, or all the smaller, unknown plans and educate them and have them enroll and encourage them. And I think so a lot of get, it, Yep, go ahead. Oh, I'm no, sorry. sorry. Go ahead, Steve. Yeah, and I think as you get later in the summer, like everyone takes vacation. So Mm. not many people check things what should you be telling them hey how do I use your benefits so if you're if you're overseas or if you're in another state and you need an emergency happens
1: educate them on how to actually use the benefits you do have I think is very important as well yeah I was just thinking like you know this kind of brought to mind just an analogy as we talk about this like you know if any of you have ever taken like a secondary language course like I took Spanish you know in high school and like you know some of it is just like trying to keep this stuff top of mind right like constantly throughout the year like you know when I was thinking about took Spanish like you know, you get into the summer and you wouldn't talk that language for three months, and then all of a sudden you have to jump back into it again once the school year starts and you're trying to play catch up again. I mean, is that kind of what we're thinking about here, Steve? Is just like keeping this these benefits top of mind for employees so that they do stay more engaged and they're more likely to participate every year?
2: Yeah, it is. I think it's twofold. I think, one, it's keeping them engaged, like you said. But I think some clients who don't have a communication strategy, they're trying to jam-pack all that in in like one week's time. And like all of us, we're super busy, got stuff going on at work, outside of work. You get those emails, hey, I'm going to come back to it and read it. And oftentimes you don't come back to read it until it's like, you know, the day before. And it's, it's rush, right? So you're not making educated decisions. You're having a bad experience because you're not educated. And then it, it trickles down to your benefits. It trickles down to your job, right? I'm stressed about my benefits. I'm stressed about my job. My performance at work, you know, could show that. And we've seen that happen.
0: Yeah, that makes total sense. And also, Hayden, I'm gonna start testing you on your on your Spanish <laughs> moving forward in some of our High school day. is a long time ago, here. <laughs> <laughs> it's only gotten worse. <laughs> I don't care, man. When you give me ammunition, I'm gonna use it. So be be wary. Steve, this still makes total sense, right? I mean, I totally get this, and I, I'm sure there's a lot of HR pros that are not in here. I'm like, yes, I just I don't you know like, <clears throat> I don't have time for this, or I've always wanted to do this, I don't do it. We when we had our, our large campaign around HSA Day, one of the things we talked about is the big challenge is on average, people spend 18 minutes choosing their benefits, right? Like it takes that long to make a pizza. Or I spend more time like choosing my next Netflix show to binge watch, right? So it makes sense that if we can if we can get people to pay more attention to the importance of their open enrollments besides that small teeny window in Q4, yep. right through these communications, it makes so much sense. So uh, I think You've so totally sold me, and I think you've sold a lot of people. So let's get to maybe brass tacks about what what steps should people be thinking about before they create their long term comp plan. Like what what things should be top of mind when they go into creating? Maybe it's a calendar, maybe it's a goal, whatever it might be. What's what's some of your tips for doing so?
2: Yeah, I think I think the key there is just you know, have, what's your goals, right? You know, is is it grounded on what are we going to measure ourselves on, and know we're successful, right? It could be you know access to you know a benefit platform, right? It could be access to better communication. It could just be more education on your benefits. There's lots of different angles you can go. And depending where you're at in the the process, if you've had a plan for a long time, you tweak your goals. Hey, this year, we're gonna maybe focus on directing folks to reimbursement accounts, right? Um, If you're new to the plan, it's like, it might be education, okay? We've got so many things to cover, right? And what we covered maybe two, three years ago might be different than what we're focused on now, like EAP and wellness and, and time off are actually more critical now than they were Two or three years ago those benefits were always there people didn't always know they were there right now i think with all the things the challenges we've had last couple years they're just more important than ever so i think hey that's your good focus for this year be hey let's educate people on those things right because you don't always use them or you use them and you didn't know you had them right so that's where i think is key is just what's my goals what's my focus and then building a plan around it and i think no matter what your plan is you should have some education like i'm a big advocate of there's always something you can communicate each month of the year like Have a have a short message, a communication, not weekly but monthly, of around. Hey, what's the topic for the month? I think that's key, and then tweaking it each year.
0: Yeah, you just you just took my next question, which was I like that, right? Goal setting. What do you want to accomplish? And I love like have a pulse. What's happening right now? Right, like you, you're right. Benefits are being used differently than they were a year and a half, two years ago. And so be top of mind of that, right? What what plans that, that you want to make sure and pretty light up so they know, hey, you've got these. And I love the education piece, all of it. The next question was going to be what's the cadence when do I start right like um now that I know my goals like how often do I do this you said monthly but when does it start does it start like uh you know a couple months into the new year you know we just did an episode on <laughs> our first episode of the season was I've got a new benefits now what do I do right how do I use them so You know, I'd love to hear your thoughts on what does that kind of pattern look like? And what is the timing around the communication plan? Maybe You say that
2: it's it's, um, like we were saying at the beginning, it's like open enrollments here. It's say November when most commonly folks have enrollment. And then, you know, you send out your files, your payroll files, your carrier files, you get those things done. Like everyone exhales, okay, it's over. It's never really over, right? You kind of start up again, hit January, you hit the new year and. Did everyone get their ID card? and everyone's paychecks come out right? And everyone exhales again. But you got to you gotta keep the momentum going. Hey, like to your point, I got these new benefits. How do I use them? It should never stop. That plan should go each month um, throughout the year, like educating them on what's happening, the various trends of the year. So it never stops, really. You just got to keep going. If you stop, you kind of fall behind the eight ball, right? You now you, you got to catch up. Or the other thing that we see is that if you don't educate, you know, a lot, of, a lot of employers have call centers or the big employers or small employers are calling their hr staff with questions and those that education campaign helps minimize those calls that they're getting it helps reduce their time because it takes a lot of time people call you to answer the questions and do some follow-up um, but it's also a good vehicle to find out what people are asking about to kind of build it if you don't have a plan right so it's good and bad but i think the better the plan you have the more informed and educated uh, your employees will be
1: what are some recommendations you have for early like in a plan year again, and I'm kind of talking about plan years as if it was like January, December, but, you know, we've, we've seen, you know, just some, from some of our data, you know, like really participant engagement in a lot of ways really seems to peak in like, you know, February or March, especially for those, you know, we have, you know, maybe a you know, they're either like looking at the new plans they just signed up for, or they might have like a flexible spending account and their grace period about to expire. And then things can kind of like drop off. Like are there any recommendations for early in the plan year, like you know, especially like March, April, May type of messaging that you would you would suggest?
2: Yeah, I think you hit it on the head. I think you know, reimbursements always stands out. Like in our typical plan years, you know, you have an FSA plan, the rollovers and stuff expire at the end of March. Those are now extended with a new legislation that's out there temporarily. But I think even if if they are extended, I think it's just educating them on hey, how do you use your how do you use your account? Like you got again some a lot of novice users, new people into the workforce who don't have an FSA, right? I now have one, how do I use it? How do I file a claim? Um, What are some legit expenses I can get auto-reimbursed through my debit card? So I think education is critical in those spending accounts because people put money into them. Now, hey, let's use them because they don't want to forfeit their money at the end of the year, right? So I'd hit with that as number one. And I kind of back up a little bit is how do I use my medical plan, right? So if if you're a client and you switch from maybe, you know, a different medical carrier or a drug carrier, I think there's some education on how do I access their site? How do I file a claim? How does it all work, right? Um, so I think education on what makes
1: your employee's life easier is what I would kind of focus on that first part of the year. Do you have any thoughts on, you know, when and what type of, um, you know, questions you might ask if you were to, to do like a survey of, of your employees just to see like what kind of content or, or topics they would, you know, maybe want to hear more about from the employer? Yeah, that's like, a good one. I
2: know. Oftentimes, we do open enrollment, like as we do administration. Our, you know, we can kind of get a pulse on who's enrolled, who hasn't enrolled, and maybe any noise you get through call center or just noise in general. Maybe there's a communication on out. What's the what's the what's the buzz on the floor? And our first big thing is, hey, enrollment's complete. How did it go? Right? What was the participant experience? Right? So I can educate, I can communicate, but what was that participant experience? Right? And we often say in benefits, no news is good news, because if there's no one, compl- you know it's just it's quiet things happen like they should and that's what you want to have happen um, you also love hey it went really well the site was great and things got through it great and we get that a lot but you know no news is good news it's quiet like it's always hey it's quiet what's going on so that participant experience is really good how did it go did you was the site easy to navigate uh, were things clear and easy to read or you was things communicated ahead of time did you understand what you had going into it so that's what i would focus on after you kind of get through enrollment is how was the experience and then get into Maybe later in the year, hey, how are the plans, right? The benefits kind of meeting up to your expectations, right? Um, and then is what else are you not getting that you want to hear about? Um, and that's what I think we talked about earlier is those voluntary plans, those EAP plans, those wellness plans, some of the non-core benefit plans. I think that's where the education comes in is, hey, did you know we had this EAP plan? Hey, did you know you have time off? Here? You have us. You have a parent who's sick you need to take care of. Like Those things are kind of buried sometimes in the benefit guides and not highlighted in those in those uh, communications, so kind of extracting those out and educating mm-hmm.
0: and informing them is, is, is a good way to go. Yeah, great suggestion, Steve. I am also thinking about because, I, I, you know, I'm a participant and uh, we do a decent job here. But I also love to ignore emails, <laughs> and yep. you know, sometimes again, if it's not open enrollment season, I've somehow been trained to not not pay attention because yeah, benefit they got me right. I only need it when I need it. So how do you get their attention? Like, how do you, how do you make sure the content that you're sending is going to resonate? Um, love your suggestions there for those that are struggling to get that inbox and mindshare.
2: Yep. Yeah. Great question. We get that a lot of time, lot from our clients. Like there's so many things now, like even at work, you've got, you got your, your monitors, you get got your instant message, you got phone calls. Like how do you keep it all, in, you know, track of it all? It's the same thing with communication. You know, employers got email, they've got texting now that we're, we're leveraging as well. You've got paper communications, but I think one of my favorites to do is we get them every time everyone checks their mail, right, is postcards. Um, You know, everyone goes to the mailbox, you grab your mail and as you walk back or walk in the house, you're you're kind of thumbing through your mail. And if it's in a sealed envelope, you got to rip it open to look at it. And sometimes junk mail, you rip it in half and throw it away. A postcard is you throw it away. Sometimes you're kind of reading the front and back and it grabs your attention. And I think that's it's a quick, and easy way, uh, cheap way to actually grab attention for your employees, get key messages out and um get their attention because that's that's the thing is you can communicate all you want but if people aren't reading it and digesting it you know kind of goes for naught, right so that's a challenge how to get your attention with competing you know, everyone's got their personal mail their work email tax social media it's there's this information overload so I would do I wouldn't go crazy with it I think I'm a big fan of like a postcard to get some attention throughout the year and then kind of maybe build that off of what your campaign is for the year and then kind of hit them once a month, every four, five, six weeks with a general plan or a message, kind of back to your goals of what you want to accomplish and have those communications
1: kind of build off of that. Do you think anything needs to change in terms of approach, like right when you get to that moment of open enrollment? Like do you have any suggestions in terms of like, okay, you know, now we're now we're finally here, you know, yeah, where should yeah. we go?
2: No good one. I think, yeah. And some clients, you know, sometimes it's budget, they can't afford to do a full year campaign or they don't have the staff to do it. Right. It takes work to be successful at it. So if you don't, that's okay. I think, you know, the world isn't going to crash on you. I think you still have, you can still kind of make it work for yourself. So I'd say like a month before open enrollment starts, you want to get the word out that, Hey, open enrollment's coming in your dates because what a lot of employers forget about is, is you've got, if you have a, you know, if you have a spouse or a, a loved one who, who works, as well, you want to maybe coordinate your open enrollment periods, because maybe you can look at both benefits and and maximize your benefit potential. So if my spouse had benefits, we might say, hey, let's go through and do the math. So kind of coordinate enrollment periods. So, hey, get the word out, get prepared, and maybe tell people, here's some things you should think about before the big day, right? Um, And then as you get closer, reminders, right? People forget, oh, my gosh, I forgot, open enrollment's coming. Um, Just give like that two-week notice. And then I say, as you get to enrollment, you know, do the one week before and then, you know during hey just reminders if you haven't enrolled yet just get out there here's your last day so that's what I would do um to kind of you know those things are pretty easy we have capabilities in our system that help clients send out communications we drive those things and help them be successful they review the scripts um we punch them in and we punch them out and uh let them know what the response rates are
0: yeah I was just going to say then 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 see once you've you know you put the fruits to your labor How are are your participants responding? right? How are your employees engaging with the comms that you're doing and and how do you tweak and learn and do it? And I love that. Um, I love all these suggestions. Steve, this has been fantastic, but I know we missed something. And I always want to give our guests an opportunity to to share something that we just didn't probe enough on. So do you have any other last, you know, any last final nugget of wisdom or or tip that you would give um, HR pros who maybe are considering, um, you know, engaging in a long-term open enrollment com plan, you know, started in 2022, or maybe you would want to tweak the one that they already have. Any, any, any final advice? I think the key is just, you know, what's,
2: what's your goals for the, year? like we all want to do and you can't boil the ocean every, every time. So like, just keep it specific. What are two or three things I want to try to either educate or communicate to my participants. Right. Um, and then look at, Hey, how do I measure it? How do how do the programs I have in place, how are they doing? Right. And, and those are some key things I say that, are easier to do than you think, right? So it's just, you probably have two or three goals. How do I take them to put to action? Or just pick one. You know, if you can do a thing, pick one thing what I want to do and make it happen. And, you know, here at WEX, we've got the tools and and, and stuff to help you with that stuff as well. So that's my advice. Just just pick something. Don't let Don't let everything overwhelm you and just pick one or two things and run with it.
0: That's great advice, and yes, we we're super proud of the work that we do in this space, and and I <laughs> we would be guilty of not sharing that. That's something really important to us too, and and uh, I think it's if anything, I love the advice of you don't like I said you don't need to boil the ocean. If this is your first time going into a long term open enrollment plan, choose that one thing you want to try and move the needle on, right? And and focus a plan on that, um, and build some comms around that, and then see if you find success, and then iterate. So I love that advice. Uh, baby steps is always always good, especially when we know how inundated HR pros are with everything that's happening in the world right now. So Steve, you've been a fantastic guest. Thanks so much for joining us. We love the advice um, and hopefully we can have you on the show again sometime in the future.
2: You bet guys. You guys are great hosts. Appreciate it. Thanks.
0: Absolutely. Take care, Steve. Wex is in the business of simplifying benefits for everyone. Now, although we certainly hope our podcast sparks some aha moments, like that was pretty cool, but of course we cannot provide legal investment or financial advice. And well, therefore nothing shared in this podcast should be interpreted as such. We encourage you to seek out appropriate professional advice regarding your plans. Hey, congratulations. You made it through our disclaimer. <laughs> Thanks for listening.